Hello? Hello? Okay. There we go. That should be better in line with the other episodes. <sighs> A message to myself. Episode 4. Today is February 26th, 2020. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so much has happened. It's, it's honestly insane. So much. <laughs> So, first off, I mean, okay, so last episode I was like, I should really make a list, because I don't want to just ramble. So I made a list, this episode. Now my phone is at 3% battery, um, <laughs> so the list isn't very effective, but <laughs> I, I did make a list, and I vaguely remember it. So, first off, okay, this is what happened. So I'm working at the movie theater. I don't know if I've told you this before. I'm now working at the movie theater down the road, and I go up to people and say, hey, do you want a $5 gift card if you just watch a movie trailer of an unreleased movie and give your feedback? And some of them do, and some of them, some of them do it, and some of them don't. And that's my job. And so basically I work from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. And one after work one time, I was walking out, and I... You know, some deaf guy comes up to me, and and he, like, you know, mouths, I'm deaf. And he, he uses a bunch of hand gestures. I'm like, oh, my God. This deaf guy, he asks, can you call a tow truck? My car's dead. Of course I can. You know, I, I say, yes, yes, uh, of course I can. And so what I do is I say, okay, well, what's wrong with your car? Because I have these really nice jumper cables in my trunk. And I tried to use that first to help him. So I didn't have to pay for a tow truck. Now, we tried to jump the car, and then it just, like, died, like, right after we jumped it. So, um, uh, you know, then I call a bunch of tow trucks, and most of them are closed or whatever. And one's a, one is open. And I call him, and I, he, I said, give me the price. And he says it's $195. I look up, I tell the guy, I'm like, okay, I, I tell the deaf person, you know, we, we what we did is we like texted each other, even though we were right next to each other, it was, it was, it was fun, it was weird, it was fun though, I, I really enjoyed it, I wish my sister was there, because she, she speaks fluent sign language, well, she doesn't speak it, I guess, um, but yeah, so I just text the guy, and he opens his bank account and I see his bank account and it says $150 and he's like fuck <laughs> I don't have money to do it and so you know I have saved up a little bit of money not much not much at all maybe about a I don't know if it maybe about a grand I have saved up just from working and the weird jobs I've worked and you know um, and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I don't fucking need it right now. I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, need to buy my own food or pay my rent. I'm, my parents cover that. So I said, I'll tell you what, I'll pay for it. So I do. And I felt good paying for it. And I, and I really feel like that was the best use of that $200 I could have done. Because that, you know, uh, I didn't need whatever I would have spent that on otherwise, at least right now. And if it means I have to work one more weekend 
at my job, you know, I think it's worth it. I think that just that one experience was worth it because, you know, I felt like the guy already had such such a hard time, you know, because because his car was broken and he, and he said the same thing happened earlier and he got it replaced and it's happening again. And he had 150. I mean, I just you know I don't know if I could have spent that money in a better way. Anyway, so I do that and I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I'm like, wow, you know, I, I really am a nice person. I go to my fucking dad the next morning. I, By the way, okay, I get out of work at 11 o'clock. I go see the guy and I say, okay, I'm going to stay here with you to pay and in case anything changes. And we call the company and they say, okay, it'll be there in an hour. It's not there until 2 o'clock in the morning. So I'm, I'm going to fucking bed at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the fucking morning. Next morning gets up, I, I talk to my dad. He's like, oh, you got in late. Yeah, I did. What were you doing? Oh, well, I met a, a deaf guy who needed his car towed, and I stayed with him. And then I mention that I paid for it. And he is like, oh, what? You paid? I was like, I, I tried to explain it. Like, yeah. You know, it's I mean, it's not like I could have used the money in a better way than he could like he needed it much more than i did and if, if i had to work an extra weekend i'm okay with that and and i mean, i i don't know exactly how to explain it I, I i don't know what his intentions were but the way that i felt from it was just that he was so like aggressive about it he was so like condemning condescending just like I can't believe you spent two hundred. Like he felt he he made it seem like I just burned two hundred dollars. And you know, the, I, like I see his point because I didn't know the guy. I re I really didn't. I I had no idea. Maybe you know I, I didn't give him two hundred bucks, but like you know, that's okay. Uh, maybe he didn't need it. He my dad was like, well, that's what his family's for. And you know, my comeback to that is like. Well, you can, I can say that because if I get in that situation, my family will pay for it. What if this guy's family, like, what if it just, you know, completely fucking puts him under? Like, not everyone has this family that has so much fucking money behind him. Like, I don't know. Maybe I was in the wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have just given a random stranger $200 to get his car to but it's like, and, and my mom said, she got into the argument. She was like, well, you should have just paid for a, an Uber to get him home. Okay, the issue is, what would have happened? Like, I would have paid one way. Then he would have to pay to get his car towed in the morning. Or his car, towed would, have go, his car would have gotten towed at night. And then he'd have to pay to get out of the impound. And he'd also have to pay for the fucking Uber ride back. I mean, that doesn't really solve the issue at all uh i don't know maybe i was in the wrong maybe not but uh, i don't know i don't know that I just it, it i was frustrated because it's like i felt like i did a, a good thing and i just felt so condemned for it that's that kind of story you know i i, I still would i do the same thing probably honestly but I'm also, you know, if I hear a, a convincing argument on why I'm wrong, I'm like, I'm super open to it. Because I, I understand maybe I am wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have given up. 
I kind of have uh, a lot of empathy, uh, maybe a little bit too much empathy. Um, okay. Yeah, so if you have thought, I don't know. Well, um, second thing, I'm now going to full sale. So much has happened at full sale. This is like, it's too much. This is, <laughs> I'm really exhausted right now because I, I haven't, um, really, you know, I've been staying up very, very late for the past, like, week, or constantly. Um, and so anyways, I go to Full Sail, I did a bunch of that, you know, uh, admission stuff, which took, of course, forever, and, you know, it was kind of a pain in the ass, but I got through it, and I went to, my first day of school was Monday, today's Tuesday, I think, um, and Monday, what I got there at like I oh I just got my badge to get access to the school and then I walked around yeah that's right I just kind of walked around the campus because I was like well I don't know where I'm going I'm just gonna explore and go into random places so I do and I walk into one of the sound stages and I meet uh, some guy who's like working on some set alone and he's and I just say hi. I'm new. I'm just looking around. He's like, oh, you want to help out? I was like, sure. Um, he said everyone's gonna be back in like 30 minutes. If you want to come back, I said, oh. So I just continued to walk around for 30 minutes, and I came back, and like fucking 20 people just showed up. <laughs> and I introduced me. I introduced myself as just, uh, hey, I'm you know here to work and and help out or whatever. And so I. Uh, yeah, I just started helping out. Apparently, these are people who have been there for like ten, maybe 10 months, maybe more, or, or maybe a year. Uh, and they're working on one of the school projects. And I'm helping out. And it's cool. It is. Um, I do have some opinions about the set. <laughs> for one, uh, so... Yesterday I just helped out. We painted and and all that stuff. We painted some stuff. It was fun. Um, and then I went and did some like orientation and you know gave my screenplay to some professor dude, whatever. Uh, and then I met a friend who's from Mexico. His name is Raul. He's really cool. He's he's in the entertainment business thing. He's a lot of fun. Um, we actually we're surprisingly similar like you know his his the car that he wants is a mazda miata which is of course my favorite car <laughs> and um he's into like gaming and all the weird shit that i'm into and yeah he's a really cool guy he, he does speak a little bit of spanglish I, no not so much spanglish he just has a very thick accent <laughs> um but he's he's a lot of fun and so Later that night, we went to some networking event that was a little sad. And I, you know, after networking event, me and him walked around the, the campus more. Because I was like, I just want to see more about it. And we go back, and we see just this whole production that's like, you know, quite a bit bigger than um, some of the other ones. I, I mean, like, it, it's very, it seems very professional-ish. Like it is very professional, but the 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 lighting and and all that seems kind of um, what's the word like basic. 
like um not redatory but uh, uh, there's a word for it rudimentary yeah rudimentary it, it just seems kind of simple and and but it, it, they use a lot of very professional equipment and there's like pas and stuff which i was like oh shit imagine paying eighty three thousand dollars to come to full sale and fucking work as a pa oh my god <laughs> i mean not to shit anyone who did that but like really really <laughs> that's kind of no oh, that's not what you should be doing um so yeah and, and I, I certainly knew a professor and he's like a big time professor he's to he's been a second ad on some pretty big stuff and he meets up with a friend who i end up meeting with who's a, a director of some like million dollar horror, horror films quite a few million dollar horror films and he knows the the new director of the Godzilla vs. Kong movie or whatever. Anyways, it was just cool meeting him. That's kind of a very long story to explain. Very Something very simple that probably won't matter. Uh, it was cool meeting him, I guess. It was just weird because I met so many, I guess, high-profile people in the film department of Full Sail so quickly. Anyways, all that convoluted shit to give you the ending of, oh yeah, I just met some cool people. Um, and then today, uh, we went through our laptop, people got out their laptops or whatever, which was fine, and, um, I didn't get a MacBook, I have a Razer Blade 15 right now, which is, uh, pretty cool. Um, and then I started, I, then I helped out on the set again. So today, we were working on, I, I think it's the 10 by. I might be wrong about that. I think it's a 10 by silk screen, okay? Now, the way at least I was taught to do it, maybe I was taught wrong. I don't think so. Or the as I know these people were not doing it right. I'll tell you that. The way I was taught to do it was you put the corners on the floor and you put all the all the, you know, 10 by metal pieces on the floor. You basically make a square and then you connect them all up on the floor. Then you put on your, your uh, ears to hook it up to the combos. And then you tie your silk screen all on the floor. Then two people get up, hoist it up, put on the ears, and then tighten it down. These motherfuckers put, put a rod with the two ends facing up. And they stick the, <laughs> the side ones in it, all standing up. And then they stick the other one on top. And then that what they do is instead of putting the ears on this stand and then hoisting it up, they instead put the ears or instead of putting it on the um, silk thing and then hoisting it and putting it on the combos, they put it on the combos and then take this huge ass fucking 10 foot metal square and try and position it evenly on two combo stands. I was like, are these kids fucking amateurs? Like, and then they tie it down and they put the fucking silk screen on it while it's on the combo stands. I mean, <laughs> maybe I'm crazy, but it just, I've never even seen someone doing that. It was so bizarre. So fucking bizarre. In the set, it's supposed to be a coffee shop. 
and I've seen some of the other Full Sail student films. They all look kind of bland. I don't want to be mean, but this set looks like like four, no, three painted walls. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a set. Like it doesn't look like a coffee shop. It looks like a set of a coffee shop and not in a good way. Which is kind of discouraging because <laughs> it looks like shit. <laughs> um, yeah, and also I asked one of the girls, I was like, hey, do they, do you know what points means? And for those who, well, not for those. Um, points basically on a film set, you yell it whenever you have something that can poke someone's eye out. Or just hit someone, really. Uh, and it's to, if you hear points, it basically means watch out, there's something that could hurt you coming your way. So I asked the girl, hey, did they teach you what points means? She's like, oh, no, what does that mean? And I tell her. And she's like, oh, wow, look at me. We're learning something every day. How the fuck does Full Sail get away with not teaching people what points is? I mean, that's like PA 101. This is, that's some basic ass shit. <laughs> so I'm starting March 2nd. I want to come in with an open mind, but I also don't want to waste my time or money. And, you know, I talked to that director of all those horror films yesterday, and I said, you know, I've already had some experience. I've shot six of my own short films, and I've worked as a PA. And the teacher is like, why, why are you going here? And that kind of stuck with me for a while. I'm still thinking about it. Why am I going here? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I know. Well, the reason is because, listen, what I was doing before was nothing. I was just sitting in my room. You know, I was, I was kind of doing something. Um, but I felt like I didn't have the resources to do anything. I didn't have the money to do anything. And um, so, you know... By going to Full Sail, I, I'm, it's better than doing nothing, is the way I was looking at it. Maybe I still am, because the thing is, I want to move out to L.A. and all that. Well, I, we're, no, really what I want to do right now is make my own short films. That's all I give a shit about. And I just don't know if I can do it by myself. I need a crew. I don't know if I can find the crew by myself. Maybe I'm selling myself short. Maybe I maybe I need to try to find a crew by myself first. Cause I'll admit to myself I I didn't exactly try that yet. Um but also, doing that on a no-budget thing is hard. And I need... And lights. Dude, lights are so fucking expensive. The thing is, I'm, I might be able to rent a grip truck for like 300 bucks, which is a ton of lights, actually. <laughs> um, if I could do it for $1,000, which I probably could. Hmm... 
I don't know. You know, maybe what I can do is like <laughs> take a month off. Try and try and do it. Sorry, that I'm just I have a, a rubber band, I'm snapping it. Maybe I could try and do it myself before I start. See where that gets me. I could probably postpone everything for a month. If I really wanted to. Or just take take whatever fucking class it oh, well. Yeah, if I postponed it I still have to pay. Um I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Anyways, that's just how I felt about it. Um what are some other things on the list? I went to an O C D therapist which was amazing. But she doesn't take insurance, and the insurance thing's going to be a pain in the ass, and she's kind of expensive. And I have to talk to my parents about it, but I don't want to because I, I, think, it, I think it'll be probably one of the best things I'll ever do. Because after the first session, I automatically felt so much relief on, about my OCD. Um, I felt like she really understood what she was talking about. Um, but... I don't know if my mom would be okay with that. I have to spend more time on it, but I've been just so busy with full sale right now, it's kind of difficult. Um, and then finally, <laughs> I haven't talked about this to anyone, but at my work, there is one guy who's a lot of fun to be around and kind of cute and I would definitely make out with them. Now <laughs> about that he's into a lot of the stuff I'm into like the new Call of Duty game which is actually fucking great and like go-karting and shit you know like all that kind of stuff he's really cute um, <laughs> but <laughs> he's, I don't know, I think he might be into me too, I, I'm assuming, because we were on the FaceTime call, like, today, he's at work and I'm not at work right now, and at the very end of it, he's like, I love you, but it was, but like, well, I haven't known him for very long. He, and he said a bunch of other stuff that makes me like, oh yeah, definitely. He's into me. Um, he called me a cute potato. Which, uh, I appreciate that. I, I, I appreciate that. But the thing is, is he did, he said I love you. Which is like, very desperate. And it's... It's like, before he said that, I was like, oh, you're really cute. I'd definitely make out with you. He said that, and now I'm like, ooh, you're acting really desperate. Which I don't, like, I, I still like him. I just don't, like, I don't want this to move so fucking quickly. I want to just have a period where we're just get to know each other more, you know? I feel like it's moving, like, he's... I don't know what it is. Maybe he's excited about it and he just wants it to move really quickly. I don't know, but 
that was just very off-putting. Not in a bad way. Not like, a, oh, I'm not going to talk to him now or I don't like him. Just like, you know, we can chill the fuck down kind of way. <laughs> but I don't want to like, I don't know how to say that to him. I don't know. I don't know. That's how life has been. I hope life's doing well for you. I, I know I said this last episode and I say this all the time. But I just imagine the day that I'm going to listen to these back and be like, God fucking damn. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> this person's an idiot. Can I edit that out? I, okay. All right. Well, so I'm non-binary. <laughs> I'm not a guy. Well, I am a guy. But I'm also not a guy. But I'm also a girl. But I'm also not a girl. It's a whole thing. But then I just reference myself as a guy. I don't know why. But then sometimes I'll say, oh, this bitch or she to myself. I don't know what I'm doing. I just noticed it. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I mean, so, I mean, sometimes I have more. Really, you know what it depends on? Who I'm with. I'll be much more feminine with women. And I'll be much more masculine with men. As I find. Really interesting. I have so much interesting. Yeah. I have so much interesting stuff to talk about being non-binary. Because it's really, it's such a unique perspective to see the world. So, like, I know you I know you don't see me. Although, I have, I'm still thinking about doing the live podcast, whatever. But, I look very much, like, androgynous. Like, very androgynous. So, what generally tends to happen is that women see me as a woman. And they'll say, oh, look at her. Thank her so much you know, yada, 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 they'll just use she, her. Men see me as a man, except for old creepy men who see me as not a woman, a little girl. And it's, that's always a bit jarring because it's a very specific type of old, white, definitely creepy man. And I feel what what I gather from that is is um, we definitely see the world as we want to see the world, not as it really is, and the it's just a weird way to be like, oh, you are definitely a creep, you know. I remember we were at the gym. My dad was talking to this one guy. He was exactly what I described an old creepy man, and he's he's like, oh, your daughter's here. Your, your little daughter or something like that. I was like, oh, you're a fucking creep. That's what it is. And my and you're my dad's friend. That's really weird. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm thinking about it wrong. Um, maybe they're not creeps. It's just kind of I'm definitely profiling. And it seems to be only those men who look creepy are the ones who say I'm female. Which makes me assume that they're kind of creeps. But I have a lot to talk about that. Um, I have so much. Oh my gosh. I, do I talk about myself too much? <laughs> I, uh, you don't have to answer. I, I very much know the answer to that one. But is that a bad thing? Maybe. Probably. Will I change? Probably not. All right, well, um, I'm happy we got that all figured out.
Okay, so this was a very fun episode. Uh, a message to myself. This was a very fun message to myself, really. Um, it's 10.58. I'm going to go play with that. Oh, that sounds way worse than I mean to. I'm going to go play Call of Duty <laughs> with that cute boy I was talking about earlier. I hope you have a wonderful day. I love you so much. I really do. I do everything I do right now for you. And, oh, bitch, I want you to remember, if you are successful, you suck. And uh, you should be humble, and you shouldn't think you're better than anyone, because you're not. Because you're fucking horrible. You're trash. Go, like, be humbleized. Don't be too cocky. Because I know you will be. That's the thing. Like, right now you're kind of cocky, but you sometimes uh, try and keep it humble. When you, like, get success and everyone around you says you're successful, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm successful. Bitch, no, you're not. Fuck you. You suck. Stop. <laughs> you need to go, like, be humbled or something. Anyways, so this episode was a lot better than last one because this episode I made notes and it doesn't suck butt. I need to go play with that coupon. <laughs> okay, wait. He texted me. Let's see what it says. Oh, my phone. Oh, it's a Snapchat. Oh, and it's him in the car looking not fun. He does this weird thing where he puts his head down and does like the fortune, which I get it, but also not a flattering look. Gotta say. Anyways, um, I love you. I do everything for you. Bye. <laughs> Maybe I should do like a fun cutoff or something. Bye. Well, that's not the right button. <laughs>